Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The strangest reaction was on Staten Island in a bowling alley. Had a bunch of $2 bills, more than I usually would have. And we'd bowled a few rounds, bought some beers, and I decided, ah, I'm going to try paying for the entire bill with, with $2 bills. So after we were bowling, I took out like this wad of $2 bills and just pushed it across the counter. And the young fellow who was working the register just stared at them and stared at me and just looked at me as if I were some space alien. Now, Lauren, you might not know this about me, but I'm actually kind of passionate about currency. Not money per se, but the actual bills and coins. Really? I need to know more, Mike. Well, it's just that there's so much we could be doing that would make so much sense that other countries do, but we don't. It's like rounding up and down to the nearest nickel or dime, or bringing back certain coins and bills and getting rid of others. Like pennies. Do we really need pennies? The only reason we still have pennies is because the zinc lobby is so powerful. Now... I will say that a lot of this is becoming moot, since admittedly people don't use cash and coins that much anymore. But I'm never going to get off that soapbox. I think currency is pretty interesting, too, so don't get off that soapbox. Uh, And these days, you're right. Credit cards, Venmo, Apple Pay, crypto. Real currency actually almost seems mysterious, like an artifact from the past. Some people actually do collect certain currency, $2 bills, for example. According to an article published in February, some $2 bills are actually worth much more than $2. They can go from anywhere for a couple of hundred dollars to more than $4,500. And that made us wonder, what's the deal with $2 bills anyway? Heather McCabe, a writer and editor who runs the Two Buckaroo website, joined the show to explain what they are and why we should be spending them. That's Lauren, one of our producers, and I'm your host, Mike Rogers, and this is Something Offbeat. Tell me about the website. Okay, well, um, I started the website about 10 years ago after I'd already been spending the $2 bill for many years and observing really funny and um, unusual reactions. Actually, let me rephrase that. I'd been observing a lot of reactions to my spending of the $2 bill and they turned into patterns. And I was primarily interested by the patterns of how people react when I, when I spent the $2 bill. And you can kind of break it down into the people who are utterly shocked because they don't even know the $2 bill exists and they look at it as sort of like um, a mystical object that they've only maybe heard about. And then those people who are familiar with the $2 bill because maybe their grandma gave them one and they viewed it as like a happy token of something about their family, or maybe they view it as good luck. So it's like the utter shock. And then there's the happy surprise. There are also some outlying reactions too, but because these formed a pattern of reactions, I felt it would be interesting to start a website and write about the reactions. 
if they're so rare, they're so hard to find, and people give you weird looks when you try to spend them, why do they even make them anymore? <laughs> they're not particularly rare. I mean, you you say rare. Are they really so rare? They're still produced. They A bunch were produced last year, more than 108 million of the $2 bill notes were, were made last year. But where are they then? Are people hoarding them like pennies? <laughs> people do hoard them. Some people get them for certain holidays. Some people get them to use at very particular businesses. You're probably very familiar with this. Racetracks, strip clubs, other organizations might get $2 bills very deliberately to make a message in the community. Like, for example, there was someone I talked to who uh, worked for a business who gave all the change into $2 bills, and they had stamped the $2 bills with a logo for that business so that those people would then go out into the community, spend the $2 bills, and then create a form of free advertising about this business. Of course, who knows if that actually worked. Why would you say that I'd be familiar with racetracks and strip clubs? <laughs> I don't mean that personally. <laughs> but if you do uh, a quick search about the $2 bill in the USA, those are things that come up. Like it's very common, especially in a strip club. Now, granted, I don't have firsthand experience with this, but um, it's common in strip clubs, apparently, to pay for something and get changed back in $2 bills so that when you tip the dancers, they're not just getting a $1 bill, they're getting double that. Around 10 years ago, back when I was a restaurant server, I was working this really slow lunch shift and a customer, a quiet elderly man, tipped me entirely in $2 bills. I don't remember how much, but it must have been at least $20, more than the cost of the actual food that he ordered. What did you do with him? Well, later that day, I took my friend out to dinner because I, I was feeling pretty lucky with my $2 bills, and then we tipped our server with them. Right after I paid, the table next to us gave us free Steve Winwood tickets, totally out of the blue. We didn't know them, and the seats were great. Ever since then, I've really felt that the $2 bills are lucky. I even keep one in my wallet. Do you keep any? I do, as a matter of fact. I've got one in my checkbook. And yes, I do still have a checkbook because I'm old. I do, too. I swear, some of the best greasy spoons only take cash or check. So have you heard of these $2 bills that are selling for thousands of dollars? I think you're, you're making a reference to bills that are worth a lot more money because they haven't been handled and they haven't been right, used in right. cash transactions and therefore they're crisp and clean. Well, sure. And I believe that um, that's one of the, the ways that people believe they can make more money off of keeping $2 bills is by uh, hoarding them, not using them, keeping them in a pristine condition. Yeah. And just not touching them, putting them in a Ziploc bag and saving them hoping to strike it rich one day, I guess. For me, it's about the fun of spending a $2 bill and seeing how people react to it. So, you know, if if that were to change and the $2 bill were to be taken out of circulation, um, that would be okay. It's more just if it is in circulation, if it is being made and it's still being made, my goal is to just keep spending it and keep showing people that it's real and keep having that fun experience of the conversations that I get to have with people around the USA every time I do, you know. Whether it's coins or bills, you know, people, they just don't use real money that much anymore. Can you foresee a day where we're not using it at all? I certainly hope that day doesn't come. It still seems to me a little distasteful when a business won't allow cash transactions. A lot of places here where I live in New York City, 
they'll say credit cards only, cards only, or Apple Pay only, something like that, no cash. And that just seems so unfair for people who don't have those high tech means or even a credit card, you know, to pay for something. If you have cash, there are all these advantages, for example, you're un untraceable, you know, whatever you do with that cash, no one, well, it's unlikely that you will be traced. No one's going to know what you paid for, what you like to do with your money. If you have cash, like that's a great thing, in my opinion, just in terms of like having the freedom to do what you want and not be tracked. Um, I love playing. Yeah. I mean, cash to me is a more democratic means of doing a lot of things, I think. So I really hope that cash always stays in our society. I agree with you. And that's a good point you made. I hadn't even thought of is the privacy issue. They go to the grocery store and pay with a credit card or a debit card, and they know exactly what you bought. Then you get coupons for those items in the mail a week later, and it kind of creeps you out. Absolutely. Yep. There's not a footprint of what you spend if you use cash usually. And that's a very positive thing. Tell me this. Do you have any $2 bills lying around there right now? I have a couple on my bookcase back here. Yep, I do. I don't collect them. Now, I just want to make that clear because a lot of people misunderstand and think I'm a collector. I don't collect them. That's the opposite. Why I care about the $2 bill. I don't want to hoard them. Like a lot of people do, just like you say, why don't you see them around? People like to hoard them and collect them. Not me. I do have two lying around. I can grab one if you want. And the reason I have them is because they're both from 1976 when they were reissued. They had been out of production for about, yeah, for exactly 10 years. And then for the bicentennial, they were brought back and there was a big splash. And if you got one from the first day of issue, which was in April 1976, you could take it to the post office and get a special postmark, like stamped with a postmark. So I have a couple of those just as sort of a cute commemorative keepsake. All right, it's time for some trivia now. I've got three questions for you, Lauren. Number one, who's on the front of the $2 bill? Number two, what's on the back of it? And number three, when was the $2 bill first printed? Now, if you're in the car with someone, pause and share your guesses. And if you're not operating a vehicle, maybe just jot your answers down. Lauren, do you know the answer to the first question? Well, most of the $2 bills today have a portrait of President Thomas Jefferson. You are correct. How about the second question, the back of the $2 bill? I have to admit, I did look it up while producing this episode, but I didn't know what it was before researching it. My lucky $2 bill is folded Jefferson side up. You cheated. You Googled it. I did. I didn't know. I, I actually, I guessed wrong. Well, yeah, and the answers to that, I mean, there are a couple, there are a few different answers. It depends on what year the bill was made. But if you're talking about the one that was that's in that's being made now, um, it's been the same since 1976. Um, and do you know the answer? Well, I was gonna say Monticello. Am oh. I, no, 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 no. I'm wrong. I'm thinking of the nickel. Oh wow. Yep. Amazing. You're incorrect. Yep. Uh, the back is an interpretation of a painting. It's not the accurate painting. It's a portrayal of the Declaration of Independence by John Trumbull. Um, some people are missing that are in the actual painting. So it's not the exact same thing. That's right. And they're all in the room and they're signing it. Right. Doggone it. I'm mad at myself now. But you are kind of right. According to the U.S. Bureau of Engraving and Printing, Monticello, that's Thomas Jefferson's estate in Virginia, was on the back of series 1928 $2 United States notes. They changed it for that bicentennial reissue. Well, I feel better now. 
So I did did have it right. It's just with the old bills. I'm not as mad at myself now. All right, how about the third question? When was the first one printed? The first $2 bills in the U.S. were printed in 1862. But instead of Jefferson, those early bills had a portrait of Alexander Hamilton on them. I saw a few Hamilton $2 bills listed on eBay for more than $1,000. You're just a little know-it-all, aren't you? (laughs) And I have to ask you, where do you get your $2 bills? (laughs) Well, in America, people can go to the bank and get $2 bills. Often the bank does not have them on hand. Uh, I frequently go to Chase Bank to answer your question directly. Um, Sometimes they have them on hand if you go to a teller. You have to wait in line, go to a teller. You're not going to get them from an ATM. Go to a teller, ask for $2 bills. Uh, if they do not have any, they can order them to be delivered, and then you can go back and pick them up. Go get one and go spend one. See what happens. You'll have a great time, and you'll want to do it so much more. I'm Mike Rogers. Thanks for listening to Something Offbeat. This episode written and produced by Lauren Barry and Chris Blake. Audio editing by Chris Blake. Original music by Myron Kaplan and editorial support from Cooper Mall. And to keep listening, please subscribe to us on the Odyssey app or Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you've got your own offbeat story that you think we should cover, please send it to us. Let us know about it at somethingoffbeats at odyssey. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y dot com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 